Welcome back to the Worldview Minute. As we continue our journey of building the Christian worldview one minute at a time, we're currently talking about the doctrine of Scripture. And when we talk about that, we have to ask this basic question, what is it? What is Scripture? And the best way to answer that question is to look at what Scripture has to say about itself. What does it claim to be? Does it claim to just be the writings of men, or does it claim to be something more? And I have two texts for us today to consider in this. The first is this, 2 Peter uh, chapter 1, verses 19 through 21. We read this. And we have the prophetic word more fully confirmed, to which you will do well to pay attention as to a lamp shining in a dark place, until the day dawns and the morning star rises in your hearts, knowing this first of all, that no prophecy of Scripture comes from someone's own interpretation. For no prophecy was ever produced by the will of man, but men spoke from God as they were carried along. By the Holy Spirit. And then 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 16 and 17. All scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. And so what is scripture? In the most basic sense, it claims to be the very words of God, breathed out by God. That means spoken by him, has come from his mouth, from his breath. We have the words of Scripture, that every single word, every syllable has been inspired by God and given to us through men. So that's what Second Peter tells us, that God does not just possess an individual and overtake them and, and control the exact words that they are being written, but men are carried along by the Holy Spirit. And that no prophecy, no word of God originates with the will of man, but it is originating with the Holy Spirit, but the Holy Spirit uses those men. And so you have different authors across different cultures and different time periods and even different languages who make up scripture. Whether you're talking about Luke or Paul or Mark or Moses, you have all these different authors who have written the Bible and they have distinct writing styles and distinct vocabulary, vocabularies. And yet, there's one author behind all of them, the divine author. The Holy Spirit has carried them along. And so we can say quite plainly that scripture is the very words of God. It is breathed out. All scripture is breathed out by God. This means to be inspired by God. It is his words ultimately, not just the words of mere men. And so this carries with it so many different applications and, and uh, implications as to what is the word of God. Well, first, it is perfect. To say God has spoken it means that it is true. It is without error. There is no error in scripture in anything that it addresses. Everything the Bible talks about, it aligns with what was really there, what really happened. It is the standard of truth. For to say the Bible is an error is to say that God has spoken in error or that God has lied and God does not lie. Now Wayne Grudem puts it this way. He says the authority of scripture means that all the words in scripture are God's word in such a way that to disbelieve or disobey any word of scripture is to disbelieve or disobey God. So if you have a problem with the text, if there's something you don't believe in the Bible or that you're wrestling with or that you're disobeying, it's not that you're disobeying men or your pastors or denominations or a certain tradition. You are disobeying or disbelieving God. This is no light subject. Right? The Bible says it is the very words of God. So if it is the words of God, and it is, and you are disbelieving it, you are disbelieving God himself, what he has spoken. A scripture then is also authoritative because it is the words of God. God has spoken. God created everything. God upholds everything. God is the ultimate standard of everything. That in this world, the highest appeals court, the highest authority of everything is the very words of God. It is scripture. 
is not only the foundation we build our life upon, it is also the final authority in our lives because it is the very written words of our God. Scripture then is also um, with sufficient. It is sufficient, Paul says. It is profitable for teaching, reproof, correction, and for training in righteousness that the man of God may be complete and equipped for every good work. Notice this. It's not some good work, but it's every kind of good work. All kinds of works that you will face in this life. You can build it upon and be equipped for it with the word of God. This does not mean that the word of God has every single fact that has ever existed, but it is the foundation and the lens through which you operate. That the word of God is, should be taught in such a way that it touches every sphere of life so that you can be equipped thoroughly and completely to live in obedience to Christ. And finally then, scripture, or maybe not finally, but scripture is also clear. That God has spoken in such a way that he knows and he expects to be understood. Now, even scripture speaks about that there are some passages of scripture that are harder to understand than others. So not all of scripture is equally understandable. But the main plot points, the main storyline of scripture, that God created everything, that everything was good, that everything fell into sin through the sin of man, that God judges sin with death, that Jesus came as the God-man, that he died in our place, um, that he bore our sins upon himself, that he rose again on the third day, that he's coming back, that you must repent and believe. Those parts of scripture are crystal clear. You cannot read the Bible and say, that's not what it says. It's there. God has spoken in such a way that he expects us to understand him. You don't need a PhD in theology or exegesis to understand the Bible. And this is why the Protestant reformers wanted to get the Bible into the common person's hands, that they could read it, that they could wrestle with it, that they could see what the Bible says and not be 100% dependent on experts to know what God has said. God has spoken, and you can read it for yourself, and you can see what he has said. And then also scripture is complete. Paul writes here in in 2 Timothy 3 that you can be thoroughly equipped for every good work now. You don't need a new word from God. God has spoken to you. He's given you all the revelation you need from Genesis 1-1 to the end of Revelation. All of those things. God has given you everything you need to function in this life, to grow in godliness, to do every kind of good work. And we should also note in this that it says all scripture is breathed out. Old Testament, New Testament. All of it is there for you, for your instruction and for your goodness. So this is the Christian worldview. If we're going to build the Christian worldview on anything, it is this. Scripture. The Christian worldview should be biblical. You don't primarily build it by holding it up next to postmodernism or Islam and comparing and contrasting. We can do that. But the primary way to build the Christian worldview is through what God has said, through his word. And so we take scripture as the highest authority and we build our lives on that foundation and around that sphere. That Christ is Lord, Christ is revealed to us in scripture, and that God has spoken to us so that we might be thoroughly equipped. So as we continue on this journey, we're going to unpack some more of what this means, the doctrine of the word of God, and how we can apply it into the rest of life. I encourage you to like, comment, and share as we build all of Christ for all of life, one minute at a time.